smoke on my weed. Gotcha. Weed is tight. Weed is tight. That's awesome. awesome. Weed is for the people. It's the people. Weed. Don't out of your mind, man. I'm so high. Must be buzzed. I'm babbling. Man, I'm so high. Stay high. Take the test. High. Get high scores. Welcome back, all you potheads and non-smokers. It is Evan Taylor with my co-host, Black Blondes. Hello, hello, hello. We are back for another episode <laughs> of Spliff Notes. Welcome back to us. Yeah, it's it, it's been longer than a minute. <laughs> what, uh, yeah, like, what's our excuse this time, right? Um, Summer. Summer has been busy. Busy, yes. busy, busy. Um traveling a lot of traveling lots um, of traveling and we'll talk about that who just being busy child being busy but we're back <laughs> and the the fall is hot girl summer city boy summer is coming to an end and we're finally settling down uh from travels and just getting back into the swing of things ty has been a hot boy a city boy is that yeah, what it's called the- <laughs> yeah ty has been a city boy this summer i like yeah i haven't really been a hot girl that little meh. I don't really remember the summer now when I think back to it. I'm like, I only remember July and August. Well, I guess June is the summer, but um, how has your summer been? My summer's been good. It's been so hot. It I, has been hot. I'm like, what hot. did I do this summer? That's what I said. When I think back, I'm like, I don't really know what I did this summer. It just it seemed like it went so fast. I really just remember August was such a packed month of... Honestly, when you're an adult and, you know, I think when you're a kid, you go through school you adjust it with your year. So it's mm-hmm. like summer, mm-hmm. fall. So that's how you remember things. But when you become an adult and I mean, work is all year. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I don't really define my life by seasons anymore. Uh-huh. So I'm like, wait, when did summer even start? I mean, I worked. I, mm-hmm. I should change yeah. from the summer to the winter. Like, yeah. Still working. Well, we can take talk about our trips. We have been traveling, traveling this summer. We can start with San Fran. Yeah, so I went to San Francisco with um, two of my friends. Shout out to Cassandra and Melanie. Um, Yeah, we went to San Francisco very random. She decided to do it for a birthday trip. And my sister is actually going to uh, Berkeley Law. So I kind of saw her real quick. It was hard to actually meet up like for longer but um i love san francisco the whole aesthetic totally matches my vibe um it's very relaxed very laid back very casual very techy so it's a lot of tech firms you have twitter you have google like mm-hmm. kind of like in that area but then we also went to the wine country and we um yeah, bougie shit. yeah real bougie we went to napa valley and i think it's simona it was so nice even though it was pretty hot um, the wine was so delicious. The vineyards were so pretty. Like it was just a really, really pretty time. It was foggy though. San Francisco in the summer is the fog weather. They don't really have a summer when everyone else has a summer. Mm-hmm. So it was still really foggy, but it was in this really pretty way. Went to tons of me. Y'all know I love museums. Went to museums and bars and restaurants and walked. Mm-hmm. Did a tour, a ten hour tour, did some hiking. It was very like I really learned a lot about the city. Like, I didn't know Star Wars was in that city. Mm. The oh, wow. creator uh-huh. and the, the place where they come up with all the ideas is there. It was just, it was really, really cool. Oh, wow. That's good. That's, mm-hmm. uh, San Francisco is, it, I went when I was like 17. It was, I remember a lot of hills. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they like said there's fog. Honestly, there's, there's only fog every day because on the um, bridge. So it's always fog over there. 
But San Francisco is cool. It's and very California cool. Is just, oh, it's yeah, it's Cali. Place. You know, weed's legal there. So we, I took them. They didn't. They've never been before. We took them to some, you know, some dispensaries and let them see the process. It's different when you haven't, if you've never been there before, seen a dispensary. Yeah. Because I think you think it's gonna be like this janky ratchet i don't know what you think is it's drugs so you don't really know what yeah. to think but it's so classy in san francisco like they have a section where people are just rolling up and smoking it looks like a hookah lounge uh-huh. almost but even nicer it's so and modern it's funny that they're nicer than dispensaries are nicer than uh liquor stores yeah <laughs> it's it's so well i guess because it's kind of considered a wellness center mm-hmm. so the employees are so calm it's and true. it's really professional they wear uniforms uh-huh. it looks like it's like a almost the one we went to almost looked like a bougie Apple store for weed. Oh wow! It was really mm. yeah, it was really really nice, and we went to a couple of them. But I will say, San Francisco has a terrible, terrible drug problem, and when a city like mm. that has a drug problem, it leads to a very, very bad homeless problem. I mean, you you see people shooting up in the street. There's literally a lady whose job is to pick up needles off the street. Like, we were like, oh, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm just picking up needles in the street. It's literally her nine to five. It's crazy. That's how it's the worst homeless pop- like population I've ever seen. It's so condensed and it's so bad, but it's a drug problem. It's really, really bad. If you've ever been to San Francisco, you know exactly what I mean. Mm-hmm. So San Francisco lawmakers... Y'all got to, I don't know, work It's the wealth gap. Yeah. It's because all the tech people live there, so they're mm-hmm. making so much money. And the cost of living in California yeah. is just astronomical. Average rent in San Francisco is like three grand for mm-hmm. a studio. So you have these tech companies, all males, so much males, mm-hmm. so much geeky little males. And then you have the homeless just living outside these really expensive studios. Mm-hmm. So it's really like strange to see that. It, and people just live amongst it. It's just normal there. It's just totally normalized. Wow. And there's no real middle class. Everyone that lives there that has an average job works right outside the city. Mm-hmm. And the rent dramatically drops. So I'm not sure why people are choosing to live like that. If you live there, you most likely work in tech because, I mean, yeah. that's the only benefit. But it's also a city filled with a lot of men. So I can see why... You know the gay population is so big there as well because there's really no women there because uh, everything is a tech it's a tech industry kind of city and oh, you definitely feel it yeah you definitely mm. feel it there's no women there we don't care about that hmm. as much mm-hmm. so um yeah but it's it's a beautiful city nonetheless architecture is beautiful um the houses are beautiful the streets the story the movies that were shot there we saw that little like street it was just really fun i definitely recommend it the food is one of the best i've ever had in any city i went to new york and i was actually disappointed but san francisco everything i ate everything i touched was so good so unique to the city people were so friendly um i just loved it i i absolutely loved san francisco i definitely recommend people to visit there's lots to do especially if you like art Mm -hmm. there's lots to do but what about you? You went to Mexico and Miami like a week right after each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like week to week. Um, Mexico. Uh, I went to Cancun on a uh, bachelorette party. I'm uh, one of the bridesmen <laughs> in a, one of our friends' wedding. And it was cool. I got down there. It took a lot to get down there because uh, just international travels. It was my first time just like flying international. Oh. Um, so that was cool. Uh, got there. We went, we did a resort. It, resorts are everything. Resorts are probably the coolest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> just being able to drink uh, all you want. Um, being able to just let's say, eat all you want. 
It's cool. It, we did a cruise for my birthday last year, and the cruise was cool, but it was very it's very limiting. And if you have a lit group, which we were trying to be lit, everything closes at like eleven, so you get to a point where you're just asked out. Uh, so but at the resort, you just keep drinking. Then it's in a different country, so the uh, laws are different, so you can things stay open later. Um, but just just being on the beach, it was very relaxing. It was so quick. It was a weekend trip, so it was pretty quick. Uh, but getting weed was crazy. I um. We were walking on the little strip by Cancun, by all the resorts. And one of the guys was like, oh, come in, come to a club, get in, blah, blah, blah. We're like, no, I'm just looking for weed. Oh, my God, yeah, I can get you some. So he takes us on, like, a mile walk through the, like... Y'all trusted him? Because we, we were on the strip, so everybody was there. We were just following oh, okay. him on the strip, yeah. So we walk, and it's, like, four or five of us, so we're just walking through this whole strip. We get to this, like a, it's like a, a mall on the strip. You go inside, and there's, like, stores on the inside. It's so weird. Here you go up. There's a strip club in the inside, but we don't... The door is, like... It looks like a wall, but it slides open, and there's a strip club where you're walking in. But the most whack strip club in there, first of all, it was, like, 10 people, period, in the whole place. And the girl was just in... She was in, like, shorts, like, jean shorts, and a little tube top, dancing on a table, one table. What? So he takes us to the bathroom, and makes sure they have unisex bathrooms with, like, guys and girls. Yeah. So we both, at this point, it's me and uh, the bride. We both walk into the bathroom uh, with him. And his friend is in there. And I mean, there's other people in the bathroom. But it's just weird because it's <laughs> his guys and girls in there just Dang. using the restroom. I go in this little bitty stall with this man. Wait, they're using like, the restroom at the same time? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like, like unisex, unisex. Yeah, like, Whoa. It's, like, yeah, it's I thought it was like bathroom. one bathroom. Oh, no. Like, it's like a room when you walk in and have oh, my God, multiple stalls. two urinals and like four stalls. It was. I was like, wow, this is different. Whoa. Really different. So we're both in there because she was like, I'm not going to leave you, you know, with a stranger in Mexico. So we go in. I get the weed in this stall. It was just the craziest thing. Nevertheless, it sounds I like you're in Mexico. In Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh, I had my birthday the week after. I had a party. It was it was great. It was a great birthday. This was probably one of my favorites. 26 was probably one of my favorite years. Shout out to everybody who came through and gave uh, good just words of encouragement, gifts, um, positive vibes it was a great time it was a good time it was a good time it was a good time it, it was, was really good bad. people were so sweet mm-hmm. and the conversation was so dope as you get older you start to talk about more important things mm-hmm. and you start to check on each other and ask each other like how we're doing and it was just all love that was just awesome yeah it was a good like i said it was just a good time it was a good time people came through all literally at all hours they party started at three people came up till 10 p.m or just coming through so it was yeah. uh, it was a great time it was a great birthday um then miami we did a guy's trip to miami wasn't it a bachelor party it was like an unofficial bachelor party it was crazy it was miami was crazy uh second time going back to miami miami is just the sexiest city in america so sexy um let me see what happened when i get there so my flight got delayed never had a delayed flight got delayed by two hours so that was poo trash so i didn't get there until late late by the time they were already they got there like eight i didn't get there till like midnight then my airport was 30 minutes from where we were staying Damn. in miami beach yeah so um i did uber pool which was different because they don't How have was that? Uber pool in uh it was cool it was well it was i don't know it was just regular it was just like riding in it was like i expected you just everybody just gets in the car and then they drop off stops it's cheaper but the stops are so uh it pushed me back Oh, because it's time. like they have to yeah, because it's like okay, well, it was ten time. minutes to him, and then there was another girl, and it was uh 
20 minutes to her then i was 10 minutes from her so it was just uh, like, it was cool but when i was coming back i had an early flight so i had to just get my uber is it awkward like is it does it feel like you're in an elevator with people or how does it Ish. feel it was it was a black guy and a black girl and they were, i mean we all he one got off work he worked at chili's he was i'm just getting off work i'm just going home mm. and then she was coming meeting her friends but we just got in and everybody was just, just you know what's funny when you said they got delayed her flight got delayed too Everyone's flight's been getting delayed, mm. I've noticed lately. What's going on with the industry, the mm. air industry? Uh, but it was cool. It was, it, I don't know, you, like I said, you just get in. I don't know, you talk a little bit, you just ride. Uh, so I get there, it's just turned up, turned up the entire time. We did a boat party. We did a package deal, which I encourage people, if you go on trips, do a, try to do find a package deal where, of any sort, not just a party package deal, but just any sort, um, bar crawls. Um, museum tours, wine yeah. tours, just like do something that you can just spend your whole day. Because if you try to go places and just try to figure shit out, it's not gonna work. Yeah, the big that's my biggest takeaway. Usually when I go on a trip, always plan an excursion, mm-hmm, a tour. Mm-hmm. When we did that wine tour, it was ten hours. First of all, we got a entire like tour of San Francisco downtown, mm-hmm. and she was telling us everything. Like this is where this movie was shot. This is this. This is this monument. This was this art. She knew so much. She was so good. And then we went to this beautiful park with the tallest trees in San Francisco and redwood trees and all these trees. And it was absolutely stunning. We got to hike it, then drove from San Francisco to Sonoma and then to, uh, what do you call it? Napa Valley. Mm -hmm. That's about like an hour and a half drive, but it was a beautiful drive. And she took us up the mountain and it was Mm -hmm. exotic and sexy. And I loved it. Or when we did the dolphins in Mexico, that was super fun. I always Always, say you got to plan. You got to plan something because let's say if you just try to, hey, what are we going to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? You'll just end up walking around the city. Yeah, like you're not from there. Google is not going to help you in that situation. Mm -hmm. So make sure you plan an excursion of some type. Mm Mm-hmm. Actually, Miami had... the First of all, you couldn't get in the water because they have, like, a bacteria. And we were on Miami Beach, so that was where the bacteria... So I, I went and walked the beach, but we didn't get in the water. The Like, so we did that package deal. So they took us, like, to the club one night on a party bus and then to a uh, boat party. That was... It was just lit because everybody's from out of town. Everybody's... Uh, I'm in a... I'm getting married. I'm in a bridal shower. I'm in a... It's just everybody's just doing something. So everybody's mm-hmm. with their group of friends. Uh, What else happened in Miami? I rode... Um, the little mopeds through the city that was crazy we went far we went like five oh, really? six miles just driving it was that was, that it's was pretty fun. though huh? it was ugh, beautiful just driving being able to drive along the water mm-hmm. our power went out which fucking sucked why did it go out was it a storm? it was just in the area they were just oh, like just like a random power outage it was a random power outage um i should have found y'all on airbnb and shout out y'all out because y'all owe us some money still <laughs> we were i was out for like 12 hours oh my god it was just hot at night, like overnight? We got there. We got back to the room at like 3.30, 4. They're drunk. I'm starting to like kind of sober up. And then we noticed the power. Or we like trying to push the elevator. And we know it's like, okay, the power's out. Yeah. And it's like, okay. But the lights are on in the little lobby. So we walk around the building. Um, randomly see two girls on their balcony. And they're like, yeah, the power's out. And I was like, hey, can y'all let us in? There's a staircase. But we don't have a key because the door has a keypad. Yeah. They trusted us because it was uh, four niggas and it was just two little white girls. And she came down, let us in. And we get up to the room and no power. So niggas were up in the morning taking cold showers and shit because <coughs> you need the um, electricity for the water the heater. Water, it's just yeah. I was just like, this is bullshit. Sounds like y'all were in Africa. Yeah, but I don't know those guys, so we just kind of, we pushed through, got over it, turned up, kept drinking. Miami was fun. It was a lot of fun. 
But glad to be back and finally yeah. settled. August was a August was a fast month because it was literally San Francisco, Cancun, birthday, Miami. Now here's Labor Day. We're going into. It's no, weird because relax. Yeah, <laughs> traveling does not relax you. It's like this mm-hmm. weird misconception. You think you're going to travel? Maybe if you do a cruise mm-hmm. or you go to like a beach and you literally are stuck on the beach and mm-hmm. you don't do anything but stay on the resort. But for the most part, traveling is a hectic prob- uh, like process. Mm-hmm. When my coworker, she was like, you travel quite a bit. I hate traveling. And I was like, what? How can you hate traveling? Mm-hmm. How can you hate exploring? And she's like, just the whole process of it. And, and she was just going through the process. And I was like, honestly, it is a process. Mm-hmm. And it does really suck. It sucks. And I, the air, <laughs> airport can do a little better. But it's, I mean, it's easier than driving somewhere. I don't, I just, because you, like I said, it yeah. is, the process is a lot. But, but once at least you get there. there, once you get there, you're just like, it's all worth it. And you. at least you have a process. Mm-hmm. You know, at least there is mm-hmm. possible, it is possible to explore the world. Mm-hmm. And think about like the Europeans when they're on a boat. They have to use a boat right. to travel. Yeah, like, and their horses and yeah. their trains. Like, yeah. it's taking people a minute. Um, yeah. But I've, this is the most I've flown this year, like my life this year. So I'm like, I can, I know how to get in the airport. I know how to um, maneuver, get through it. I don't yeah. know. Because it's a, if you don't fly very often, it's awkward every time. It's like riding a bike. It's like, ooh, you still know how to do it, but you be, you know, be rocky at first. And yeah. You get back on it. So it's always just kind of confusing of like, what gate am I going through? Who's picking me up? And it's a lot of hustle and bustle because there are mm-hmm. people running through the airport and shit. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But traveling, it's it's, it's it's always a good thing. It's always fun. And Spirit be having cheap ass deals. People be trying to boost Spirit. It's it's a regular flight. You're still on a tube in the sky, but they have low the low low deal. So check them out. I have yet to do spirit. I have yet to do it. I'm not against it. I Mm -hmm. just don't haven't had the experience yet. But I need to do spirit so I can see if it's if it's a bop or flop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, ooh, that'll be a good one. Right. But we can jump into our main topic for the week. Well, before we get into that, we're actually going to talk about some shows. Kyle Dion was here, y'all. If y'all don't know who Kyle Dion is, he's this amazing singer. Y'all need to check him out. Um, he has an EP called Sugar, mm-hmm. or is it an album, mixtape? Yeah, I don't even know, but it's so good. And he has a song called Brown, and his concert was amazing. Was he was giving us yes. vocals. Shout out to Kyle Dion. Yes, he actually reposted one of my uh, videos. Oh, okay, yeah, he did yeah, yeah, on his page. On his it was Kyle. such a dope show. It was like fifteen bucks. Support the up and coming artists because mm-hmm. when they do blow up, you can say. I saw them for mm-hmm. 15 bucks, mm-hmm. and he's one of those great talent. I mean, he sings like um, Maxwell, maybe a little higher pitch, mm-hmm. though. But it's he's so good. Prince would be proud. Yes, like, great, great, great up and coming artist. Yes, yeah. and I'm excited to see Emotional Oranges are coming to Dallas, I think, on the 25th. Benny the Butcher is coming on the 28th. I'm going to that. That's not really my thing. That's more of my boyfriend. That's like a New York gritty rapper. But I heard, like from what I heard, he can really, really rap. Mm-hmm. And then you said, um, what's his name is coming? Lucky Day. Lucky Day, yes. It's also coming. So y'all should definitely check that out. The best way that people are like, how do you keep in touch with shows? And how do you know when shows mm-hmm. are coming? The best way is to, I hate following celebrities on Instagram. But if I like an artist, I'll follow them once they drop something. Because they typically go on tour right after that. So I'll follow them on their Instagram for like a month or so until they start putting out dates, get the dates, 
go to the show, mm-hmm. kind of unfollow them after that. But yeah, just if it's a artist that you really like or you really fuck with, follow them on a page and then you'll see, especially if it's a low-key artist that, you know, a lot of your friends don't know about but you vibe with. Mm-hmm. If you just follow them for a few weeks after they drop something, they have shows and the shows in Dallas are so cheap. Like, I go to shows all the time for less than 25 mm-hmm. bucks. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. They're out there. They're, they're out, out there. there. And there's always a show every month. And even if it's a musician, maybe you only know one or two songs, going to the show is going to really help you fuck with and the yeah, music. yeah, going to the show is a vibe. You'll just... You'll it's vibe a vibe. Even if you don't know none of the songs, you'll still... Yeah, it's how, still like, a vibe. Damn, this is good. And it's something to do for cheap and you're supporting an artist. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Honestly, it's like one of my favorite things to do. Instead of spending money that you would spend out like drinking, mm-hmm. you can go to a show. The great thing about Dallas is the shows are usually in these like rinky dinky bars. Mm-hmm. So the drinks be like three, four, five dollars mm-hmm. on top of that. Like if you want to go on a date with someone, take them on a show, even if they've never heard the music, just promise them it's dope. And you spend like 50 bucks on that date and it's an experience and they'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But anyway. Back to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> to the topic for the week. The topic is... Say, say my, my name, name, say, say my, my name. name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, are we, what are we talking about, Black Bond? So basically, um, one day, me and uh, Ty were actually in the car together, and I was listening to this podcast by NPR, and one of their... Uh, popular episodes was a podcast about names. Shout mm-hmm. out to NPR. Um, I think it was Freakonomics. And they were discussing, like, I guess the economics behind names mm-hmm. and the data behind names and why these names are popular and why these names are the way they are. You should definitely listen to it. Very interesting episode. Mm-hmm. So it got me to thinking about my name. And um, I thought, wow, me and Ty actually have this random, unique story mm-hmm. about our names. And um, so then... I was like, let's just do a podcast about names and names between black culture, American culture, what you thought you were going to get out of your name. Mm-hmm. Um, did Which your name, the meaning you. behind mm-hmm. your name, did you, do you have some kind of destiny that your name represents? And we actually just had really cool discussions. So we thought that it'd be a good idea to share it mm-hmm. with our roommates. Um, so, yeah. So we're just going to get into the topic, names. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for my name, I actually changed my name. And when I was 17, and I changed my whole name, um, I well, it was in my uh, court order to get my dad's last name. I just never, never did. So, uh, but why didn't you want your dad's last name? It's not that I didn't want it. I just never did the paperwork. It's because it's a lot. It's a lengthy process to change your name. It's a lengthy process. So shout out to anybody who's changed their name because it's a, it's like a two year long thing because you have to go to court. You yeah. have to get file documents. You have to pay. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Um. And you have to get new everything, new social security card, new birth certificate, new... When I get jobs or apply for jobs, I have to put that I was under a different alias. Oh, yeah, you do. Even like college. A, yeah, because yeah. just in case I'm like a... Terrorist. Criminal, yeah, or tried to get away with it, change my name. You know what's funny? That's something that I think every woman has to go through, is mm-hmm. change their mm-hmm. name. So they you, do, but they don't have to get, like... They don't have to get new birth certificates. Oh, really? Yeah, you, no, you're right. No new birth all those What about a social security card? You can, but you don't have to. Because that's still your maiden name. Okay. So you can still get away with it. So that's why I was like... It was oh, a, it's it's really a whole different. process. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I still, for a long time, I still got mail under my old name. It was... Uh, and I just shortened my first name. It wasn't, like, a big... <laughs> a big cha- name change. Like, I didn't go from Michael to Barry. Like, it wasn't a. It was the same name. I feel like, but I think it was. It was, it was different because I just popped back up the next year at school and I, was, I had a whole new name. 
I went from being in the back of well, I was like was with a W, so I was going from the back of the class to an A where I'm at the front. I graduated. I was like sixth person to walk. Oh shit! Um, you have to wait through the whole yeah through thing. the whole thing. <laughs> when all my life I had to wait at the very end. I had a very black last name. Um, like a top five popular black yes, last name. Yeah. Yes, Southern black American slave black name. slave name. <laughs> Plantation name. Right. Oh. So it that sucked, and I. I don't know, I, my uh, dad, my brother, his last name is more white passing, I it guess. It is. It's very white passing on It's paper. very white passing, mm-hmm. actually. It is. Now your name written now, I would think you're a white man. And honestly, actually. I used to always think it would be easier to get jobs to get, mm-hmm. just on paper, it just looked better. Because you, you get that pre, people uh, pre-deceive you, or I guess pre-propose uh, you before you even get an interviewer they see you they already see your name they already start thinking oh xyz oh they're gonna be like this 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 uh so i was just oh and i was saying i don't it was half and half it was half i didn't like my name but my other my family and stuff they only knew me by that name so i was like well fuck it i'm just gonna change it to that but i think my name ty i think it sounds like a nickname do people still call you by your because it's not like you change a name when you're like three or four you change it when you're mm-hmm. like 16 mm-hmm. or something so do people still call you by your people who family and old friends that still knew me as that before people it's funny because people really try to like respect it and be like oh i'm so sorry let me i'm gonna try to call you the new and i'm like i don't care and that was yeah. still my name it wasn't like it was a, like, like your nickname that you yeah the name. it wasn't i wasn't running away from it so i'm just i'm always like it's okay like you can still call me that Ugh. well so just imagine being transgender mm-hmm. for a second and like changing not only your identity but simply yeah, your name yeah. and then your name is a sex change almost mm-hmm, as well mm-hmm. so, so people have to, and people and you want people to call you that because like that's like yeah like you you said, i didn't care that people still yeah call like you that, care or you don't yeah. care some of them don't some, some of them, them don't, don't and i guess yeah. i guess I you have know. to try to be accepting because the, the thing is i was like people always try they would always be like oh i'm sorry like let me you know let me try to call you yeah yeah right and then it doesn't even stop there it goes to pronouns as well mm-hmm. so it's like he she he she him yeah. her, they so, them us yeah that's insane so you don't even think that your name also holds this like cultural weight to where you had mm-hmm. this really african-american name and then you switched it well had to change it to mm-hmm. a a white passing name and yeah and then it's like you have to tell your family to stop calling you that it looks mm-hmm. different on tell paper your tell, tell your friends um. yeah Changes, yeah, that's a whole change as well. It's mm-hmm. very interesting. I think it was, uh, I prepared myself for it a lot. I would, it's like a, I would, you know, you tell, you talk yourself, you say your name over and over, you yeah. hear it, you write it down. I had to practice a whole new signature. Um, oh, wow. I had to get all new everything. Like I said, mail was coming in with the new names, and still the old name. So it just, like I said, but it was a, it is an identity thing. It is a yeah. thing, it's a very self identity thing where you have to continuously tell yourself your new name. So then when you, do me people it's not like oh my name is wait i'm just kidding that's not yeah you're i never had a problem transitioning over yeah because it was everyone was calling you that anyway it was Mm -hmm. your your first name shortened really yeah that's interesting so what about your experience so i am nigerian and i have an even more traditional nigerian name than i think like most nigerians Mm -hmm. um so my name my i don't even know I don't know if I should say it. It doesn't even matter because it's not like you guys can even spell it based on how I say it. So, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, so my first name is Osariyeme, 
and that's like nine letters. Mm-hmm. And then my last name is Uhuango, and that's 12 letters. And then my middle name is Arun, which is like five letters. So my whole name together is super long, plus, Sarah, you know, my other name. Mm-hmm. That whole name. So my name together is like 32 letters or something like that. Oh, I remember wow. just <laughs> counting it when I was a kid because people would just be puzzled by it. And, mm-hmm. you know, when coming to America, my whole life I was called by my first name, Osariume. Like I was called that all the mm-hmm. time growing up in Nigeria. I moved to America and having to teach people how to enunciate and pronounce my mm-hmm. name, you know, at a very young age was frustrating. Mm-hmm. And they would always ask me, like, do you go by something else? Do you go by something else? So then they started calling me by my Nigerian middle name um, because that was just what was on the paperwork mm-hmm. or whatever. And it, my name was just so long. So they called me that. And then I moved to Texas. And I don't know if it's the Southern accent or what, but they couldn't pronounce my middle name. Mm -hmm. So then they called me by my other middle name, which is what I go by now, which is an American white girl Mm -hmm. standard top five name. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was kind of an identity change because I never was called that in my Mm -hmm. life. I didn't even, I knew that was my name, but that's like your second middle name. That's not really your name. Uh Who the fuck goes by that? And um, I didn't look like that, but I spoke (laughs) like that, I guess. People think I sound like a top five white name. Uh Um, But... It's funny because in high school and stuff, or just in school, when my last name also starts with a U, so I'm at the end of the class, yeah. always at the bottom, the yeah. last one in graduation, damn near. Uh-huh. Um, the teacher would always stop at my name, and every African kid knows this, mm-hmm. or any foreign kid knows this, where the teacher stops at your name, looks at it, it's puzzled, and makes, a, makes a face, and makes a face. It's a substitute teacher. They either one or two things try to pronounce it and completely butcher it, yes, or they try to pronounce, or they don't pronounce it at all. They just say like you know who you are type mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. or the, the rest of the class or like, the class just yes. says your name for you all together like that's you know mm-hmm. so but i will say um having a very nigerian looking sounding difficult name lots of teachers i feel like it gave me special privilege people knew instantly i was nigerian uh-huh. so they assumed oh, she's not going to be a problem mm-hmm. in the classroom or she's smart. On top of that, I'm a, I'm a woman. So, you know, she's she'll be smart. They assume that, like, um, my parents were going to be on me mm-hmm. to the point where I had I had a really hard time in chemistry in high school and I hated my chemistry teacher. Mm-hmm. And I think I was getting, like, a B or a C. No, I was getting a B, like a low B, and she just thought I should be making an A because mm-hmm. I was African and she just thought my parents would be mm-hmm. on me she would call my parents every time i made like a low b or a c in my <laughs> grades and my parents would be on my ass about it and i was just like why do you why do you do that you should be doing better than that you're nigerian and she wasn't even african herself mm-hmm. so i'm like why are you like girl i just don't like your class i just don't like this subject like yes. mind your business but other teachers would um i feel like they took their time with me mm-hmm. i feel like i got more attention sometimes mm-hmm than other black students. I went to a predominantly black high school, Mm -hmm. but I feel, and maybe that's why, but I feel like they kind of like, I just got more attention from my, and I was Mm -hmm. smart, but I I just feel like having that name kind of like took away the black stereotype almost. So my experience of being black when Nigerians are like, oh, we have a different experience. It starts with the name mm-hmm. in itself and t- and other black people will put you in that like African bubble mm-hmm. and or you know we've all had it where the class makes fun of you for your name or for being African mm-hmm. or um but I will say white people are more comfortable I feel like with African sounding names than they are with black sounding names mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. really think so 
Now, when it comes to like Muslim sounding names, that's a different right. thing as yeah. well. But or Asian, even Asian yeah, Asian. it's just weird how your name is already linked to. And it's crazy that even they're having the like I guess the black experience of even being African and, and uh, Black American, we half and it's half and half. Half of uh, some people, and I don't, I don't think either one is right or wrong. But yeah, half people. Africans will assimilate their name to a new a, a, a new name because they're just like nobody can say this shit. Fuck it, because I'm not yeah. gonna just be walking around explaining myself or having it's, people joke yeah. on me. Or you have the other half where it's like, nope, you're gonna say it anyways. Yeah. And same with being black. I think we have a the same thing where it's like the Demarcus Lakeisha is like fuck the love, fuck the dub. Let's just go by Keisha. That's yeah. More, or D. you know, it's already yeah, it's already bad enough. But let me try yeah. this. And, like, and then you have the ones that is like, dope. My name is Shaniqua, and I don't care. So it's uh, and it sucks because you know you don't get to choose your name. Right. In a, in a right. cool world, it'd in be cool, cool if you got to be. choose your name. But your parents mm-hmm. choose your name. It's based off of your parents' personalities, mm-hmm. what they were doing at that time, mm-hmm. what culture they were in. And um, <clears throat> my parents are conservative. Nigerian Christian based, so they gave me this like the meaning of my first name Osarium is the uh, God has blessed me. So they're thinking, oh, she's gonna be a blessing unto others. That's mm-hmm. like what they thought. So I'm like, okay, now I'm I'm servant, like yeah. you know. And then Sarah means princess, Arun means prayer, and my last name means self respect. And they just really thought like Nigerians really think the meaning of your name mm. is so important. It's like embedded into the, your destiny and who you're mm. gonna become, and they put so much like meaning and and spirituality behind mm-hmm. choosing your name. And um, I actually really like that part of the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I wonder well, if that's very religious. It is. It's religious. I don't know if it's religious or also like it's cultural not too. Yeah, that's true. Because I I think white Americans don't put that much like meaning behind mm-hmm. the context of their names like oh jake molly oh it's cute yeah, it's but the they, pick, they try to pick a lot i guess like i'm thinking of in the sense of like conservatives pick bible names very yeah. like christian yeah based names, they do yeah. they do based on their religion yeah. like muhammad yeah i guess yeah depending on your religion you'll steal yeah. your name because even in like i would yeah cultures, in, let's they say do African too. Culture, everybody has their own maria name. jose jesus yeah and um i will say like the cool thing about nigerian names i was telling you about earlier compared to other cultural names, Nigerian names are all unisex. So like Mm -hmm. my name, I've met so many men with and women with Mm -hmm. my name. All Nigerian names for the most part, there are some names that are distinguishedly Mm -hmm. um, women or male, but for the most part, Nigerian traditional names are unisex. And that's a really, really cool thing that I also did with Nigerian names. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas most cultures, you know, this is a female name, mm-hmm. this is a, a male name, mm-hmm. and um, so Nigeria's kind of ahead of its time with that in a way, mm-hmm. not even realizing it. It is. Um, yeah. Do you put a lot of meaning? Do you know what your name means? Uh, I've never looked it up. I've really? Uh-huh. Do you care? Not why did really. your name? Why did your parents name you that then? Uh, my grandma wanted. To name me that, I was like, Mom had other choices. I was like, Why is it every other one? Why they pick that? I don't know why she let her pick it. She was just felt, I don't know, it was her first grandchild, so she, his mom just felt like, I'll just let her do it. But I was like, I mean, really? it had no meaning. Like, this is just the Man. nigga name. They were just sitting around, just like throwing out names. My parents I go through a whole thing. The, what you got the at the hospital my parents have to like pray on it send it to multiple uh, ancestors mm-hmm. to pray on it no like i mean family <laughs> members pray to the ancestors on it uh-huh. like they do so much things mm-hmm. in terms of forming a name like mm-hmm. your name is so important in the nigerian culture it, it holds so much weight and it's like so much of your confidence mm-hmm. too it can come from your name um because of the meaning and then there's that like christian verse in the bible where i think he 
God like changed, told her to name her son. And I don't remember the name of it, but it meant sorrow. Mm-hmm. And for, for the rest of his life, he had sorrow. Yeah. So Nigerians always quote uh-huh. that. Like, that's why it's uh-huh. important to have a meaningful name because it, it's going to lead the rest of your life and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And yeah. So do you think names mean names mean anything? Because I guess... No, absolutely not. I think yes and no, because there are some names that like... Uh, Hitler or Lucifer, like there are names that we in that don't, extent, I yes. Guess. I mean, because they're iconic. Is it, is it, yeah, and it's I guess a respect thing. You because you people do it anyways, but you can name your kid whatever. But yeah, it's just like it's why would you want to name your child Hitler? Like yeah. you know what kind of life he's gonna live. That's just a hard right. life. So in that regard, certain names like that, yes. Yeah. But naming your child the chosen one in Arabic or something like that, it's yeah. not gonna, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you name your child. Beyonce and she ends up being a Beyonce. <laughs> right, so right. I don't know. I I think it's I think it's more so the kind of parents that you have behind the name. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you have parents that want you to be this person that is a standout character that wants you to, you know, commit, they're gonna uh-huh. name you that. Name if you have a centric parent, yeah. yeah. If you have very reserved conservative parents, they're gonna mm-hmm. name you a regular ass name. If you have eccentric they're, parents, yeah. they're gonna name you an eccentric right. name. My parents are deeply religious. They named me this, and well, my dad is super spiritual. My mom is deeply religious, mm-hmm. so they named me this super deep spiritual kind of name. Mm-hmm. So, and in a way, though, I'm trying to be the spiritual person in this, like meditating and all this stuff. So, I maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is it destiny? I don't know. The studies say absolutely not mm-hmm. scientifically, but spiritually, but yeah, maybe I don't it's know. yeah one of those things that is because it's something that you it's what we like you identify, identify as it. it's what people call. Is you. it a self fulfilling prophecy? Your name in a way, if you believe mm-hmm. in it to that extent, yeah. you don't know the meaning of your name. So what are you like? What does that true, mean for you? True, but I also changed it too. So I got to. I feel like I'm, I was. I got to. I got to pick my name essentially. I had to pick what I wanted to be called because I changed my middle name. So I'm like, mm, that was a. I got to pick it. Because yeah. I didn't really get to pick it, but I did. I got to change my last name. Yeah. It was a be- I thought it was a better last name than what I had before. I liked my name shortened, and then I got to pick my middle name. So I was like, hmm. It doesn't have that same attachment to me because I think like, yeah. I got to pick a better name. If that makes sense. So what do you think about, you know, I don't know if people talk about it as much anymore, the whole, like, having an african-american sounding name mm-hmm. it's okay for me to have this like long crazy sounding like my mm-hmm. name is ridiculous it has a g a h oh like is there so, so much going on in my name i have damn near almost every letter except for a z in my <laughs> name probably but it sounds like i have a z <laughs> in my name i have so many syllables and it's it's cultural it's like you're nigerian that's your culture you guys are mm-hmm. you guys can have those crazy names mm-hmm. but when it's a african-american culture especially because these names started out during the civil war when african-americans wanted to divide themselves from the white culture so they wanted to create their own names and um so you have the names like keisha mm-hmm. and shaniqua and deja and all yeah. these names um to try to separate themselves or individualize themselves mm-hmm. and it's funny because it in a sense it backfired it, it did like, I, it was backfired. Say- I think we've overcome it now but i yeah. think for a long time the because we even see it in the characters of like Shanene and mm-hmm. uh, Bon Kui Kui and like it's yeah. like so they can't be an Ashley and she still be ratchet like <laughs> they can't be a Megan and she still be ratchet it has to yeah. be a, it has to be those crazy names and even it's funny that even when you talk to like your white friends and you say like name a say a, a black name or the blackest name you know they go like what that's not even a thing because uh, we don't I guess go around saying like what's the whitest name you have like. I don't know. Black people are on a scale of they 
you know, I've met black people with very white names. I've met black yeah. people with very uh, ethnic names. And yeah. I think that's I think that's another thing is not saying ghetto names and giving it that ratchet names and giving it that a cultural name. Cultural name. Yes, because African American culture. Every damn near every Asian is named Nguyen. Got a last name Nguyen, so <laughs> Like it's it's one of those things, and nobody, but nobody cares. It's not an yeah. Asian. Thing. It's not a bad thing for them. Yeah, so it's, it's a, oh, they're just from not from here. Yeah, like so niggas are not from here either. Right. Really, so <laughs> let us have our name. It's a different right. culture. And like you said, it is that stand out and to make themselves an individual in a like yes, sea I'm of, black. Yeah, when you read my name, you should know mm-hmm, that I'm black because mm-hmm. when you read my name, you know damn well I'm not from mm-hmm, here. Right. When you see a Hispanic name, you know they're Hispanic. Uh-huh. An Italian name, you know they're Italian. So if you read my black name, in yeah. essence, you should know that I'm black. And it should be it should be you should be proud of your name. Yeah, yeah, you should be. Except if your name is like if you some people have some crazy names. Yeah, some, some people, people have like Absidy. Like mm-hmm. some people have some crazy names. But um, it's it's also weird that white people's names are like always two syllables. They're mm-hmm. not very long. It's like uh-uh. Mary, mm-hmm. Joe, Bob, Robert. It's like <laughs> never more than two syllables. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like and then you have like Nigerian names and Italian names and Hispanic names uh-huh. and like oh, yeah, you gotta roll your yeah. R, you gotta make a you gotta click your uh-huh. lips. Like it's, it's all true. these things. So even it's funny because even their like English tradition like Charles, Henry, Elizabeth, they're still yeah, very, Elizabeth like, is probably the longest uh, white probably, name. Probably I don't think there's a longer be. white name than Elizabeth. And they all shorten it to Liz. Maybe Nathaniel. It's pretty long. Samantha. Yeah. Ooh, Samantha long. Name. Samantha. That's a long ass name. <laughs> right. I can't even say shit. Yeah. So what do you think about okay, so when you get married as a woman, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, you have to change my- I actually look forward to the day that I change my last name. My last name is so long. I'm so tired of typing it when I order anything from Amazon. Uh-huh. I'm Well, now it's autofill. But you know what I mean. Like, if it's your first time shopping somewhere, yeah, it, tired of filling it out. Filling my last name is 12 letters, y'all. It's long. And what, if you, what if it's ugly, though? What if you use them? So a, my boyfriend's like, last name is very controversial. Um, so he's like, you don't have to take it. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, and that's... And, that situation, I'm like, okay, I should probably keep my last uh-huh. name. But I actually love my last name. It's a conversation starter when people see it. When mm-hmm. I go to the airport, when I go anywhere, people always ask me about it. They're like, where are you from? What does it say? How do you mm-hmm. pronounce it? And I pronounce it. They're like, I still can't pronounce it. Still mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. 12 letters. It's something unique. But four syllables. I guess that's still a lot of syllables. That's a lot of syllables. That's a lot yeah. of syllables. Because yeah. if you had to clap it as one, two, three, four. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the most unique things about me, though. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. It's like a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love my last name. I can never get it tatted, though. Mm-hmm. Like, right. <laughs> like, it'd be so long. Or the font would have to be so small. Yeah, it's tiny. Yeah. I think, uh, I think people should... I think if... I don't know. I think, I think I get why people change their last names. Um, but I also see why women don't change their last names when they become yeah. doctors and lawyers. And it's oh, like, yeah. That's a very proud thing of, like, my diploma says X, Y, Z. And I had to think yeah. about that, too, um... If even like I'm glad I got my high school diploma and my college diploma with my new name. On oh that. yeah, um, true. Because that's one thing. It's like they don't reprint. <laughs> just so you change your name. High ranking women don't change their last name. They mm-hmm. usually hyphenate it. Mm-hmm. That's They're interesting. I never even really thought about Beyonce that. Beyonce Carter though. knows. Or Beyonce knows. Yeah, Kim Kardashian West. Yeah, Kim Kardashian. And West, no, yeah. even at work when I see a lot of. Um, 
doctors come in or engineers that are women, mm-hmm. they usually do mm-hmm. hibernate their name. When I see it, I'm like, what you do, girl? Uh, and it, I mean, it, I think it's honestly, I think I'm like, that's a uh, that's a good compromise. Yeah, but that's I cannot. I cannot. Yeah, no, you're just too long. Like, <laughs> I'd be so upset. It would have to be woo would be the name. It got to be two letters oh added because yours would be too long to write. Even when I fill out my signature, I just put the first two letters. I draw a line and put the last letter. uh, No, on my tax test, my name would always cut off. It would be missing like four letters, especially when they put my first Nigerian because that's not my government name. Uh They put my government name; it would always cut off. Like I remember, a teacher was like, "Did somebody fall asleep on the keyboard? (laughs) Is this a real name on my on my attendance sheet in front of the class?" Mean ass substitute teacher charged up. Yeah, for like, your name, it's funny name. for your name, and for it's like, name. like I said, it's, it's crazy that your parents like, people, you know, people's parents put so much thought into yeah. it, or those put so much thought into it. It means like it's that was a name passed down from so and so. I'm the third of the, yeah. and it's funny that you get ridiculed for your name if you don't have a regular average name. If you don't, yeah. if you do have a unique name, it's you do get picked on or get Oprah got picked on. Barack got picked on. Yeah. Honest, those people got picked on because their name was so And look outrageous. at them now. Look at, yeah. yeah. But it sucks that you have to defy. I don't know. Maybe that makes you a stronger Defend person. Your that name. You have to, or defy all odds because of your name. I think you're, when you have a different sounding name, you kind of feel a little special a little bit. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a confidence booster. And you're unique. You like you're yeah, unique. you are unique. Because there's nobody else with your same name. If it's yeah. a real unique. Maybe, but there's a whole bunch of losers that are named a lot of fucked up shit right. that ain't right. shit. So, right. you know, we, yeah, there's the Barack's and the Beyonce's, but there's a whole lot of absities that are, are you know, <laughs> right. that are not doing so good. So That's true. That's true. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to romanticize it because a few people are out there making it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I, yeah, your name it, it's so much. So that being said, when you have kids, what are you gonna name your kids? Oh, what, what are, are the options? I have two. Two? I have, well, I have a list of names, but I, I just never did. Okay, top two. two. What is this? A one boy, um, one girl? One boy, one girl. Um, okay. For a girl, Ryan, Olivia. I think it's such a pretty name. I love Ryan. Oh, Ryan. Because that girl, uh, Ryan Disney. Oh, I never even thought about that. Yeah, but I just... That's I probably why I like her so probably. much. I just, I think that's such a... I like names that are... My sister has a... A, a unisex, unisex name. name. And I like names that can be boy or girl. Yeah. Um, And then Prince Evan. I would love to name my... Prince Evan. Yeah. Why does he really sound like a prince? Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah those to, are cute. Because uh, that's my middle name. So I would love to pass it they down. They do not sound black. Yeah, they don't. But I think they're very unique but they're different. sounding names. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you saw Ryan on paper, you would assume it was a boy. So why Prince? Um, just I say Prince because I would I guess I have to consider the king the prince is the second like your oh son. my god and you're he, not he a king like, <laughs> some might say oh my god. <laughs> but I guess in the sense of your name but like how your name yeah, is the male like, instead of a take junior. over your family's name yeah and instead of yeah doing a junior it would be Prince but it would be he would still have my middle name so even you could, even if he was like I'm like Prince is too unique for me I want to just go by Evan it's still a regular sounding name and it was like oh we're supposed to connect you don't want a black name for your kids shame on you it should be you don't want something more cultural than that the the reason i would say i would disagree from that is because i hated having to i hated that how you say you you liked it i was the other side that i hated having really oh you you just want to be a human i was just like you should just know how to say it fuck or i don't i didn't like getting like oh your name different oh ain't nobody got that kind of name what does that name look like it wasn't a 
Because I guess mine wasn't it didn't have that meaning behind it. It was just I was like I just have this ethnic ratchet name for nothing. That's how I feel. Yeah. So I'm just like yeah, it's already so difficult for people to say. It was it was easier for me and maybe like I say I guess you don't think about that for your kids because they're their own people. But yeah, you think your kids will like that name? That's what people really should be thinking. Do you think your kid will I like think, that name? I think so. I think for a girl, unless I think having a, a unisex, unisex name. name is a powerful thing because you don't have to feel gendered defined like I, said, I think that's a, a you just come in yeah no one know i think i like the idea of coming in and people don't know what know what to they expect. don't know what to expect yeah, yeah. so like my name was osari man like you don't even know if that's a man or a woman yeah, you like at all you can't even you can think in. about it all you uh-huh, want but uh-huh. you're and not you gonna come know in and you'd be like well, this is not what i was expecting yeah and even if it was a woman uh-huh. what do you what does that kind of woman look like right, you probably think right. i look fob as fuck yeah. with some sandals <laughs> and no deodorant right and you probably think i'm muslim too mm-hmm. you could probably think that mm-hmm. actually with my name it's true the then writing you walk of in it. and it's like oh what you're completely different and then i'm like oh hi uh-huh. Yeah, it's true. Like, so your total, I will say, based on the um, economics of names, you're a total educated liberals because they say educated liberals are going to try to pick a unisex name. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to pick um, names that are like after artists or literature, mm-hmm. or something low key where they like only a, like if a certain people know the name, it's like ha huh, you know the name. Uh-huh. Like that's what they're going for <laughs> that feeling. Whereas conservatives and a lot of times uneducated people, mm-hmm. um, not saying not even that this is bad or anything. This is just I guess facts, it's, yeah, yeah or just how to describe facts. it yeah. the best way I can describe it but a more conservative person is going to pick a name from the bible mm-hmm, two syllables mm-hmm. Mary, Molly, Sarah, Susan, Jack things that um, everybody can say that you don't have to think about yeah Joshua, Joseph, mm-hmm. Isaac um, or especially if you're more urban, urban you're going to mash two names together so like mm-hmm. Michelle and Ray Rachelle mm-hmm. right. that's actually someone I knew right. but um, you're going to like you know a lot of people merge their names or they pick over a celebrity that's popular right mm-hmm. now or mm-hmm. um yeah so th- that's pretty cool but my name's okay if you're doing a boy and a girl for mm-hmm. a girl i would name shade i've always i've loved that name since i was a kid yeah it's i know such a pretty nice. it's such it's a beautiful, beautiful name and then it's i love her as a singer she's mm-hmm. just the vibe that she emits mm-hmm. and she's also nigerian but nigerian European or American? Yeah, I think she's European. Um, so that's cool. And I just love it. I just, I just love that. And I love saying it and how it's pronounced, but it's an S. And mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. the letter S. Um, and then for a boy, um, oh my god, I think I, I felt like I had more, but I cannot think of it right now. But I would say um, Fella over the Nigerian um, revolutionary mm-hmm. slash obviously musician poet. Um, I just love that name, Fella. Mm-hmm. Like. I just love it. Like he's a fella. Like uh, I don't know. It's I like, just it's like it. Mister. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. I do. And then, um, yeah, that's basically it. I'm, there was other ones, but I cannot uh-huh. remember them right now. I always say my twin girls. I think uh, Shade and yeah. uh, Chanel. Chanel. I think I don't know. I like the name Chanel. I'm like it's such a it's the way it's, it's like written. Classic. It's like pretty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love <laughs> She's the a name girl. And I thought Roman with a Y mm-hmm. after the greatest empire in the world. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that empire lasted like hundreds of years like i don't even remember mm-hmm. and to think that it all collapsed and sometimes you have to think of the united states as that like it's, it's an empire mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. but one day it could be it could collapse it's true it's scary yeah it is scary Oof. to think that's a totally different subject but <laughs> yeah names man and everyone has baby names i think or just names that they're like, oh, names that, yeah. I like that name and it's like how do you uh how do you, i'm always like i'm gonna slide in i'm gonna be like i'm gonna give you a whole bunch of names and then i'm gonna put my favorite yeah. and narrow it down slowly but, <laughs> trying yeah. to trick you into it <laughs> Those two for sure, yeah. 
And it's crazy. What if what if your uh, spouse is like, I don't like it. <laughs> You're uh, like, oh. Wait. <laughs> well, you don't didn't have this baby. Dreams. You didn't have this baby. <laughs> don't fucking. Even, I like. Tell me that. After, tell a woman that after she gave birth that you don't like. Like that's no. Yeah, that's no. But you know, if you're happy, you try to pick it. I feel like more mothers have weight on the name. But at at the same time, I know Nigerians in my family, the fathers always mm-hmm. chose the name. It was like part of the almost like I a mean, I guess culture. you should. But like for my uh, sister's name, my parents, they talked about it for like months. Like, oh, okay. they, would, they would say names, say it around the house and be like, mm, we don't like that. They changed it before they finally were like, okay, this is it. Okay, there's some people pick, let's say, pick the... Uh, Day they have the baby. Some people like yeah. to, you know how they wait for gender. They like to wait and see. Some yeah. people wait a couple of weeks to months and see how their baby. Yeah, reacts your cousin. Yeah, she waited a long ass time to name the baby. I was like, hey baby, <laughs> hey, hey it. Like, and this, uh, but honestly, I think I don't think that's a bad thing because it's like you said. How do you? What if you named your kid something? I think like I'll say okay, like uh, Ashley is one of those preppy uppity names that people think when you think of Ashley you're just like oh she's probably a bitch she's probably uppity she's probably yeah. long blonde Jessica. hair blue eyes yeah and you yeah. so you get stigma so it's like what if they're not like that but they feel they have to fit that their name they have to fit what their name was or they have to fit that mold of or even like a Demarcus and you feel like well, I gotta play basketball. Oh uh, yeah, I gotta be hard. Because, yeah, because that sounds like a hard name. name. Like or how people nigga. treat you a certain way because of your name. Yeah. So I say even people treat Jessicas and Ashleys and uh, Amys. They treat them a certain way. Yeah, like you're not gonna be me to Molly. Like, no, yeah. It's very like, <laughs> oh, you're so your name is Katie. It's so playful and cute. Yeah, like a dog. And it's like what. Yeah. Imani, uh-uh, that no, nah, no, nah, that's that's not that's not. It. Is, are you named after a car Mercedes? Like that's so ratchet. I also like the name Hendrix for like a little boy. He just sounds mm. like a cool kid. Uh- <laughs> oh. Okay, doing flips. So the most, all right, the most uh, popular names for black males. Mm-hmm. Number one, Deshaun. Oof. I don't. Oh, I do know what Deshaun. I know. Yeah, your roommate in college. Uh huh. Ooh, mm-hmm. Deshaun, Deshaun. Yeah, number two, DeAndre. Ooh, I know DeAndre. Everybody know a couple of DeAndre. Really? <laughs> okay, number three, Marquise. Yeah. I don't know Marquise, but I've heard that name a lot. Uh huh. Black girls, number one, Imani. Mm-hmm. Do I know Imani? I've heard Imani, yeah. Imani. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Imani. Ebony. I don't know an Ebony. I don't know Ebony. Either. But that's I a beautiful Ebony. name. I'm not gonna so lie. Pretty, yeah. That's I'm a pretty like, name. It's pretty the way it's written. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And Shanice. Yeah, everybody knows Shanice. It's just not like an auntie name. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I know Shanice. White girl names, Molly. Mm-hmm. I don't know a Molly. Never met But one. I've tried Molly. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a different kind of Molly. That's a white girl name. <laughs> it's so white, they named it after that. Oh, my God. Yes. That's how white it is. And yes. it's the number one white girl name. <laughs> Amy. Everyone knows an Amy. Uh-huh. Have you met? What's that Britney Spears song? Met, have you met Amy or Helen, whatever? I bet, yeah, I've met Amy. And Claire. I've actually met a black girl named Claire. Hmm. That's the girl from uh, Modern Family, the the mom, Claire. Oh, for real? And then uh, yeah. Claire was from My Wife and Kids. That was another Oh, uh-huh. well, there you go. Mm-hmm. And then for white boys, it's Tanner. As a kid, I used to love that name. I, I wanted too. to I be friends with was Tanner. So cool. <laughs> I thought he was going to ride a skateboard and wear a hat backwards. Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> He's a bad kid. He's a dude. Jake. Everyone knows a Jake. Uh-huh. I like that name. It's such an American. It is an American Upstanding, mm-hmm. gun-owning name. 
And then Connor. Everyone knows a Connor. Mm-hmm. Connors are always white because I've never met a black Ooh, Connor before. I've never, you've never met a black Connor? Hell no. Nah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and if I did, I would have said that. Ooh. Your name Connor? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> see, see, white people have a culture, y'all. They do. They you do. can see it in their names. Mm. Simply. That's hilarious. This one oh, that was funny. Well, thank y'all for sitting with us, participating with us in this discussion of names. Hopefully, you question your name, questions your friend's name, mm-hmm. and question your parents why they named mm-hmm. you that. Yes. Because Ooh. names are so cool. They are. Uh, to wrap it up, what, if you could change your name, what would it be? Who, me? Oh, my yeah. God. If I can change... I would name myself Sade. Fuck that. Oh. Well, I don't know. <laughs> because it. now it's too close to home. But, um, <laughs> wow. I would name myself Monet. Over the artist, yeah, Monet. Oh, wow. M-O-N-E-T, Monet. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's actually a really good name. Wow. And it's like, what is that? What? Uh-huh. That's a name? Is uh-huh. it a girl? Is it a man? The artist is male, but it's a girl that uh-huh. just walked in. But I would pick like an artistic name, name from an yeah. artist, but Monet. Ooh. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> I might have to change my name. <laughs> I might have to get a different person. I'm going to be a different bitch in 30s. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. I would, I, thought I would always I would take my stage name. I would take Evan Taylor. I would change it. I yeah. Like Taylor. Oh, really? I like Evan. Uh, Evan's a sweet name. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a really good boy. Meet that many. And it's a quick. It's very short still. Yeah. It's not like you go to heaven. <laughs> yeah. Evan's going to heaven. It's not like a good boy. I like to do charity work. Evan. Hi, Evan. You can it's almost true. name your dog Evan. It's well, true. I don't know. It's two people. With... I know a dog named Kevin. <laughs> I hate that name. I don't name your dogs human names, please. It's just awkward. It's like, come here, Kevin. Yes, give him a playful name, name like Peanut. <laughs> I don't. I Kevin is a dead name, right? Who the fuck knows? People, a Kevin? I think a lot of people still be like, like he is Kevin. Why the fuck know. would you name yeah, a kid right. Kevin? That's like an old. I guess that's like a thirty-year-old. Thirty-year-old white man named Kevin. Yeah, there's no Kevin. babies that are named Kevin. <laughs> and what do you call him, Kev? Yeah. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> we're just fucking just down now but yeah so yeah what is your what are your y'all's names tell us the meaning tell us if you want to change it and what names you would pick mm-hmm. oh yeah that's a good yeah uh at us on twitter at spliff notes podcast um we can move on quickly to uh bopper flop for this week um we can start with the epidemic Dun, dun, dun. Everybody is it's on. sweeping the nation. <laughs> Sold out around stores. Sold everywhere. out around the world. Lines, paper, written, handwritten notes on speaker boxes. Employees overworked. Overworked with underpaid. Little pay. <laughs> the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you imagine? A chicken sandwich because of social media. Yes, I started all of this controversy and. Fun controversy. The, it the, is fun. To me, this is what I think social this is media cool is about. Part. Yeah. yeah, this is a good part of social media. The fun trolling, the fun like. Yeah. We don't gotta always be so much rah rah rah. Yeah, not so much seriousness. Yeah. You know? just, just meanies. <laughs> so first of all, this sandwich has been out since February, mm-hmm. allegedly. Some people say last year. Some people say February. I don't know. Y'all must have had like sweat sample stores or right, some shit. Right, right. They tested it early. Yeah, y'all had test stores. But rather, nevertheless, they've been out. For it's a been while. out for a minute. And somebody on August twelfth. Apparently, is it like somebody tweeted it and it just like grabbed feet and just started going randomly? I actually had the sandwich that day. It 
actually got big on Oh, uh, you didn't even know. I didn't even know. Why the fuck did you go to Popeye's? I don't know. I had no idea why I went to Popeye's mm-hmm. that day because I don't even eat Popeye's like, throughout That's what I'm like, what? Like, and then when I got there, I was like, oh, yeah, somebody did mention the chicken sandwich. I guess I'll try it. And it was, I was it was, it's a good chicken sandwich. It's a, it's a good chicken sandwich. It's uh, thick and crispy. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Better than Chick-fil-A? Never better than Chick-fil-A. Why the fuck? Okay, at first I was like, why is Wendy's in this competition? Wendy's <laughs> a whole ass joke. They put that iceberg lettuce. It'd be microwaved chicken. But I guess niggas in the East Coast ain't got uh, Chick-fil-A, so they don't have to Wendy's pick, is, I, don't I, would them, I would give them three, top Hell three, honestly. No. Wendy's chicken sandwich is not. It's not spicy. It's spicy to me. It's spicy. It's, it's spicy. spicy. Oh, it's okay. It's spicy because if you get this Popeye's, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be disappointed. I'm going to like Actually, that Popeye's chicken. Other, you tripping. It's not spicy, though. That's the thing. Did you get the spicy one? Yeah. Ooh. It's not spicy yet. Yeah. They give they put a sauce on that. Chick-fil-A is kind of... That's why I was like... That's why Chick-fil-A wins, because okay, they're so, spicy. Chick-fil-A is hands down the best chicken sandwich, right? Best chicken I had, sandwich. I have not had the Popeye's sandwich, but... I, I'm not even a Chick-fil-A person. I feel like Chick-fil-A is a bit overhyped, in my opinion. But mm. I will say the Chick-fil-A sandwich is the best. I only ever eat the Chick-fil-A. And mm-hmm. ooh, their cop salad as well is really cool. And the lemonade. And the lemonade. No, I don't. I will not fuck with Chick-fil-A simply because their nuggets are childish. But if their you nuggets are childish. I would love them. <laughs> no, they're good, but they're childish. How can I get full off of those little baby tiny nuggets? You, you get 12. And, no. And they're <laughs> overpriced. But... Their Chick Fil A sandwich is undefeated. You pay for the deluxe what you sandwich, get, and they be fire every time. It do be fire. They every deliver, time. and you be full as fuck off that sandwich. Mm-hmm. Like I have to force myself to really mm-hmm. finish it because half of it, I'm good. Yeah, delicious. So I'm gonna get back to y'all when I try that chicken sandwich because mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna like it more than the Chick Fil A sandwich because it looks so good. Mm-hmm. But you know, advertising. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. So Ty said it's a. A, a flop. A flop, yeah. But I'm gonna say it's a bop just based off the hype and what yeah. people have told me. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. some of the people that they say fuck with it, I have similar taste buds to them, so I'm like, I'm gonna fuck with this hoe. Mm-hmm. But um, catch me, catch me outside Popeyes. And I feel like it's gonna sell out again too it when is. it come out. But whatever, they need to get to it. Uh, next one. She swept the summer, mm-hmm. put Houston, Texas on the yes, map. She's a hot girl, real body, real baddie. Uh-huh. Megan the Stallion. Just won her first uh, VMA. Won her first VMA. Uh-huh. Um, got bars. Got bars. Mm-hmm. Rap about the same shit. Yeah. Or the same kind of beat. With her two-piece outfit. Yeah, just a cool bitch. College girl. College girl. She a, she a wild girl. And, I mean, that's girl. If you went to college and you were lit, mm-hmm. you resonate yeah, off top. If you didn't, if you didn't, and you, you probably didn't go to college, and if uh-huh. you didn't go to college, if you did go to college and you don't resonate with it, you probably weren't lit. Mm-hmm. Those are the top two. Like, every girl that went to college and turned, like, you know, have fun at parties. It's true. We fucked with it. Mm-hmm. We really did. So... Do you think Megan the Stallion will be in the winter? Cold girl winter. I don't know what she's gonna call it. I think so. I think she people are liking this wave of uh very transparent, honest uh celebrities and artists. They wanna feel very connected and like they're real. I think mm-hmm. people are starting they're kinda of tired of the whole secret facade them setting setting things up, setting situations, pretending mm-hmm. to date people, getting caught, sending paparazzi to themselves. <laughs> I think people are, yeah. especially the this new generation. Shit. Yeah, they're very like we want a very true artist who, uh, who just, even if they don't have to write their own music, they want very authentic, real music that they yeah. can resonate with and feel yeah. like they're connected and like somebody understands them and hears them. Hey, they feel how I feel, and maybe I'm not as crazy as I think. Yeah. Uh, so I think so. I think she's very. Um, she has. She's young, so she. I think she has a. You know, she plays the plays her cards right. 
in this day and age where people are here they don't stay long mm-hmm. we don't we no mm-hmm. longer have these makeup stars like michael jordan i mean we have beyonce but she's beyonce already that's established and, and, yeah and it's taking years to it get took to years yeah. yeah and in the rap game mm-hmm. i mean we have look him we got nikki she's been in it for this long but mm-hmm. is that still especially because okay nikki does the pop thing and she does the rap thing mm-hmm. Megan the stallion and she mm-hmm. had versatility to like transcend because mm-hmm. that's the only reason why you last is it's if you true. can transcend it's through true. cultures but she has a new, uh, I think it's a new wave of music, and this do we still need? Because we have people like, uh, unfortunately, Six Nine, <laughs> who blew up over nowhere, and you know didn't have a major label, mm-hmm. and even people like Chance the Rapper, who but, is like, like transcending. He's not gonna transcend. True, but I think Chance is still. But he's done a good. He did a. You, you're able to make money and be able to be a star without having. To the to, label, yeah. and once you get that label, the label is now coming to you of like, let's yeah. make a deal. I'm not versus. talking about that. I'm talking about her music. It's oh yeah, I think people. I think so. I think it'll make it. Like I said, through the fall, I think so. I think uh, the think girl so. can write. The girl can write, and I think now that people are starting to get wind of her, get she's getting. Um, yeah, getting I want to hear something else. I think, I think, I think that's Cardi coming. music is quick. Coming. It's like a drug. It don't last long. It's the true. thing about Cardi because Cardi made that trap shit too. Mm-hmm. Is that she can transcend between pop. And she can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she can do that can do Hispanic music, yeah. music. Mm-hmm. but uh, it's too soon to tell, in mm-hmm. my opinion, to say mm-hmm. if she's a bop or flop. She just dropped. She dropped nothing but mis- mixtapes. Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So she hasn't had the chance to work with other rappers yet. She it's true. Hasn't it's true. Just now doing features, like she literally just popped. So. Yeah. So I, mean, I think, but she has. A, I think she's she's she had a good. She's having a, a good, good opener. Run. She's having yeah. a good run because yeah. now you because now you are seeing girls like Cardi, City Girls, who were having taking her seriously. Who thought City Girls would have been who would have made it? Once that girl went to jail, people thought Jay, yeah. they were done. And that girl has, she's honestly done a fantastic job of continuing that group by herself because yeah. a lot of people have counted her out. And it's like your homegirl was in jail for a long time. Yeah, she's not out to, yet. They like said days days away. She should be coming out. But uh, yeah, so I'm gonna say Bob. For Megan, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Bob Shout out to for sure, for sure. And last but not least, the put on yes, where we yes. put you on to something that is a millennial worthy, mm-hmm. very useful, um, informative, nice, fun, good to use. Um, so this week is the Instapot. Insta- yes. I call it an Instapot. I call it Instapot, but it's but an it's instant, instant pot. But, but it sounds better Instapot. So yeah, it's like Instapot a is. brand bag, niggas. That's <laughs> right, the game, right? Um, Black Blondes got me an instant pot for my birthday, and it is one of the coolest, um, one of the coolest little inventions. It's a pressure cooker. You can, you're able to cook just countless different things within minutes. Um, anything from, uh, fish to steak, chicken, um, your, all your vegetables, you're able to saute and make sauces. Make cakes. You can do all kinds of things with this mm-hmm. uh, pressure cooker. Like I said, within minutes. And you don't have to know how to really cook like that. Because I think right. when you're cooking on the stove or baking, you're like, is this done? Is this done? Mm-hmm. How long do I put this for mm-hmm. the temperature? You don't know when things should be hot or high or medium. And this pot just does all that for you. You just got to throw it in there. And then you can cook multiple things together. Yeah. That's the best part. Mm-hmm. Where and Or even when you're meal prepping, you have to like cook all this stuff and have take all this space. You can do your fish. Put it away. That'll take like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Do your chicken. Five minutes. Yeah. Do your beef. Ten minutes. And then you didn't just meal prep 
a whole bunch of different under, shit under in less than an hour. Yeah. yeah. It's, so it's, it's so dope. It's the coolest thing. Yeah. In terms of meal prepping, all that, I think it's a great mm-hmm, way mm-hmm. to start a diet as well. I think it's a great more. thing for like you said, for millennials to have. Um, yeah. In a, not even millennials, just people who are in a busy, everyday hustle Kids, and bustle. Moms. It's very healthy. Um, you're able to make, you can do you can do bad food, you can do good food. Either way, it's mm-hmm. just easy to um, do it. It's very crock potish. Um, so you, in the sense of you can throw everything in there, throw your seasoning easy in there. Easy to clean. Easy, easy to as clean. fuck to clean. Yeah. Don't and even get burnt. And it's one, uh, just one piece. You're not using a lot of different little pieces and yeah. having to connect things. But Instapot, Instapot, Instapot. We yeah. Fuck Y'all it. look at, uh, Walmart has one for like 50 bucks. It's perfect mm-hmm. size. If you're mm-hmm. like a millennial, single couple like it's y'all need to check it out it's so dope it's i promise awesome. i promise if there's anything you take away from it yes. get an instapot and deliver your groceries yes that's a yes. whole other thing grocery delivery um amazon actually everybody has one walmart has one Cooler, yeah. yeah multiple uh, places it's low-key subscription based mm-hmm. that's it the is. part i don't like about it it's like mm-hmm. i'm paying on top of my groceries to get groceries to get but in the long run in the long run in terms of like saving money on gas the hecticness of mm-hmm. getting off for going to the grocery store dealing with them badass kids finding a parking spot that's what you're avoiding and then shopping while seeing your receipt right next to what you're buying you'll realize you start saving so much money it's true. when you're shopping it's different shopping online for groceries and shopping at a store because i start just putting shit in my store and then you over shop or be grabbing stuff you be like i don't even need this right right and then but when you're looking at it and you're just constantly looking at the price i mean such a huge difference and it's also like not a huge i would say it's not like this huge variety of options all the time mm-hmm. um but It'll get you what you need. They deliver pretty quickly. Yeah, some they places keep it cool. do same day delivery. They yeah. keep it cool. They do it to your door. Um, Time me, it right. If you and especially if you're just as a just a working uh, individual, the nine to five, and you get off and you have to, uh, you know, you know, don't have time to go grocery shop, mm-hmm. or even because everybody's getting off and trying to grocery shop. Uh, so just being able to have a less than delivered, quick, right there at the door, throw mm-hmm. them in the. Uh, Throw them in the fridge. You're good to go. Throw them in your Instant Pot and mm-hmm. you be good to go. It's cool shit. Um, but I think we're going to wrap up this episode. We appreciate y'all listening mm-hmm. as usual. Um, you got any quotes? Let me see. Um, what is a quote this week? This week. Mm, let me get back to y'all on the quote. I will say Ty's having an album drop soon. Yes, yes. What do we expect to get from that? What should we expect to listen to? What's the growth like? What's, what's the process? Ooh, yeah. That's going to be a whole nother podcast, yes, by the yes. way. Um, so look out for that. But uh, it is just Ty know Ty that is, it's dropping. Yes, it's coming. Uh, it's A-side, B-side. It's a EP. It's seven songs. I actually just submitted it today to the reviews to get sent out to the stores. Um, so we'll have a little listening party this weekend. Just, it's very uh, it was people always consider your uh, A-side and B-sides are the kind of throwaway songs your extra songs that you didn't get to use for your main album so I did t- it's split into two sides the A-side is very hip hop very ra- raunchy ass throwing hype music uh, and the B-side is more mellow in your feelings deep romantic Philly music uh, so just giving you two sides of being an artist just seeing i guess just like trying things as my like second project coming out 
uh, just trying to see, play around with which side do I like more? What do people, what do the people like more? Do they mm-hmm. want a more upbeat rapper? Are they looking for a more deep, conscious, in your feels? Um, so I think it gives you just a little bit of taste of both. It gives you a little bit of the end of that summer with a getting cozy for the uh, cozy for the fall. So I'm excited for it. Yes, very excited. Very excited. More info on that. But yeah, thank you all so much for being Mm -hmm. patient with us. Yes, yes. We're going to get back. I say it all the time. We're going to get back to our weekly podcast, y'all. Life is, like I said, we're settling back down. Mm -hmm. Moving and everything else, traveling. But thank you all so much for just sticking with us anyway. But yes, we'll talk to you all soon.